This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Good afternoon, I'm Ben Nully. Farmer sentiment toward the ag economy saw a slight jump after sharply falling in March and April. The Purdue CME Group Ag Economy Barometer, which surveys some 400 producers across the nation each month, rose seven points from April to a reading of 103. Purdue Center for Commercial Agriculture Director Jim Mintert says both the index of current conditions and the index of future expectations saw increases. Uh, the biggest improvement was in the index of current conditions, which improved from a reading of 72 to 83. We had a more modest improvement in the in index of future expectations, which just rose four points from 108 to 112. The Farm Capital Investment Index also rebounded from a reading of 38 last month to a reading of 50 this month, but that still leaves the index well below where it was in February when it was at 72, which was close to the all-time high for the Farm Capital Investment Index. However, the overall reading is still 40% below the all-time high of 168 set in February. Mintert also says the May survey was conducted during the same time USDA announced financial assistance to farmers and could be one key reason for the reading's increase. Biofuel backers say updated guidance from the Food and Drug Administration will not help alleviate the hand sanitizer shortage. Renewable Fuels Association President and CEO Jeff Cooper welcomes the new guidance but says the new interim limits for certain impurities are overly restrictive and create a roadblock for producers. Quote, FDA's new limits for certain impurities are eight times more restrictive than what is typically found in a glass of red wine and 20 times more restrictive than what has been allowed in hand sanitizer by other countries, including Canada, end quote. FDA updated their guidance Monday to provide additional clarification on the manufacturing and compounding of certain alcohol-based hand sanitizer products to help ensure that harmful levels of impurities are not present in ethanol used in hand sanitizer. Here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse update is brought to you by FLM Harvest, a strategic full-service creative consultancy proud to reach more farmers, farmer boards, and food and commodity associations than any agency in the country. Learn more at flmharvest.com. Senate Agriculture Committee Ranking Member Debbie Stabenow has some 40 food and agriculture organizations backing her $8 billion food supply chain bill, but not the nation's largest farm lobby. Stabenow says she's working to get the American Farm Bureau Federation on board with her bill. You know, I feel good about our discussions with them, and um, certainly uh, they certainly don't oppose that. And so, you know, we're getting state farm bureaus and, and uh you know, I'm, I'm working with them on many, many things right now and looking forward to working with them on, on this bill as well. She says the bill would fill gaps in the food supply chain to get food to families who need it most. This is about supporting farmers and processors and families uh, uh, in, in the food bank infrastructure. And, and so um, we know we basically got two different kinds of food supply chains. One that's involved in packaging for consumers in grocery stores and retail outlets and so on, and then the larger bulk purchase. Stabnow hopes the Senate will start negotiating on a larger coronavirus relief package soon and hopes her bill will be included. Some restaurants across the country are slowly starting to see customers come back as they reopen. In Houston, Chef Chris Williams of Lucille's, a southern cuisine restaurant, 
originally thought the COVID shutdown would be the end of restaurants. This last week was our first week of opening up the inside this last Sunday because we've had the patio going for two weeks almost and everything's spaced out and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't expect my that the crowd what we built to come back, but they came back and they came back strong. He is taking safety precautions as more customers walk through the door, but says operational costs are much higher. The cost-wise, you have to have two bathroom attendants that are just there working that bathroom. Every time somebody goes in the bathroom, it has to be bleached down. So the next person goes in and feels like they're the first ones to walk up in there. You have to have more busters out there polishing, bathing the tables and sanitizers, the seats, everything. So it's just a lot more labor involved. Williams has also partnered with the nonprofit food relief organization World Central Kitchen, to prepare meals for residents. Always stay up to date with the latest agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news at agripulse.com. I'm Ben Nolley.